the VO Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. Whether you're a veteran voice actor, just starting out, or don't even know how to set a level, we're here to help you avoid the pitfalls along your voiceover path to success. The VO Meter is brought to you by Voice Actor Websites, Voice123, Studio Bricks, Global Voice Acting Academy, JMC Demos, and Sennheiser. The Video Meter is produced in part using Source Connect, made by source-elements.com. And now, your hosts, Paul Stefano and Sean Daly. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 91 of the Video Meter. Measuring your voiceover progress. Our guest today is J. Michael Collins, one of the co-owners of the VO Atlanta Conference. We'll be getting to J. Michael in just a little bit, but before that, it's time for... VoiceOver Extra brings you the VO Meter Reference Levels. Uh, seriously, guys, that's the best you could come up with? Hey, it's your show. So, it's New Year's, we forgot to say. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope you had a great holiday season. We thought we'd talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions, or lack thereof. So, um, <laughs> what's been going on in your VO world that you either want to change or make more better? Make more better! Lots of things. Uh, I, I, I don't really have any, like, I know this is bad. They say that you should have very specific, like, goals and resolutions when you do this. But, honestly, I just want more of everything, you know? <laughs> like, things, things are going pretty well um, work-wise. I just want more of it. So, <laughs> You know, um, I do have some exciting opportunities that uh, I can't give details on, so I'm happy about that. But yeah, other than that, just trying to uh, continue finish moving into my house or my new house, and then uh, my fiance actually gets to move in with me soon, so that's pretty awesome. And then just trying to improve my health, improve my reads, and improve my business. Yeah, I hear for relationships, uh, a healthy relationship, it's good to live with your wife. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, indeed. We, we've done long distance off and on way longer than I care. I mean, we did two years uh, before she moved from uh, to Washington from Hawaii, and then we were looking to move in together, and then the pandemic happened. And so that was like another two, three years of the blip. Um, and, mm-hmm. then, and then she still has to just, uh, or like she's got an annual contract, so she's just got to finish that up before she can begin moving in in earnest. So we're almost there. We're in the home stretch. Really excited about that. And excited to use the new studio. Maybe I'll talk a little bit more about that in the uh, the QGP section. But studio's about 90% done, and I'm really, really happy with how it sounds. That's awesome. It's such a weight off your shoulders once you get that dialed in, and you can just jump in the studio and record something at a moment's notice. At least for me, that's how I feel. I know. Ironically, I'm not using the studio right now. I'm actually using Studio B, I guess you could call it. It's, uh, it, it's one of my... I'm really happy with it. It's the Tri-Booth, which you guys know I've been kind of singing the praises of over the last several months. Really helped me out when I'm constantly traveling between the new house, my old house, my fiance's house. Um, And now kind of a new, um, I I was like kind of itching to change my USB mic. So uh, you guys know I I kind of replaced my Apogee mic with the Rode VideoMic NTG because I wanted something more directional, something more durable and even more portable. I mean, Apogee is tiny, but you got to put it in a nice protective case with all the other accessories, which makes it larger than my current mic. So 
Uh, this just kind of all integrates onto a single desktop mic stand and just throw it in a backpack and I'm good to go. All right, well, I kind of blended sections there, but what's going on in your VO world, Paul? Well, similar similar to you, I don't have great New Year's resolutions. I was always kind of anti-New Year's resolution just because I felt like if you weren't already doing something that's beneficial to your life or career, then you're not going to really do it just because the, the date on the calendar has changed. I still think that's, for the most part, It's true. really easy to, like, jump in, overcommit, and then just not follow through. Yeah, but towards the end of 2022, I was efforting one specific goal, and that's to narrate more audiobooks. Whereas narrating audiobooks is the bulk of my work over the first couple of years of my career. I've done about 120 now. Uh, it sort of dropped off last year where because I was still busy producing books for other people by way of Twin Flame Studios and a few personal projects that I didn't have time to narrate any of my own. So I got back and did one in, in December, and that was, that was good because it came out on December 26th. It wasn't actually supposed to come out until 2023 because of when we submitted it. So I was pleasantly surprised when it came out during the holidays. By the way, you can go purchase it now wherever fine audiobooks are sold. It's called Nosy <laughs> Neighbors. You can, can you tell it's a royalty share project? <laughs> I was going to say, pause for self-promotion. Yeah. But anyway. So it's called Nosy Neighbors by Nina Schluntz and narrated by Paul Stefano. Go check it out and, uh, and download away. It's a murder mystery. Uh, it's kind of cool. So I'm, I'm efforting more audiobooks, but I'm finding it's really tough. Uh, maybe the market's gotten tighter. Maybe maybe I'm shittier. <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> maybe I'm rusty from, from the layoff, but I'm having a hard time landing auditions. Whereas before, I would probably land one out of every 10 that I did, whether it be from ACX or a publishing house or, or a publisher. But now it's, it's tough. It's more like one out of 25, one out of 30. And wow. Yeah, it's, it's tough. So... If you're just starting out, my apologies. It's going to be tougher than it I, was. I, it probably is a flooded market, and um, and I don't know, maybe even some clients are looking into AI alternatives as well. Yeah, there's some big news, unfortunately, just this week as we're recording this, about Apple releasing an audiobook platform specifically for AI voices, which I'm really kind of annoyed about. And then just yesterday, Microsoft released this project where they basically, in my opinion, stole narrators' voices from LibriVox that were public domain. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. And has now created this this voice system that can supposedly create a voice out of just three sentences or three words. The, the number three is in there somewhere. Either way, <laughs> it's terrible for for narrators and voiceover people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And another thing, too, have you seen sort of those YouTube ads, like these infomercials where it's just like, I'm, I've added thousands of dollars to my monthly income by doing ACX books. And I'm just like, I've taught my son or I've taught my brother how to do this. I've taught my mom who doesn't even speak perfect English how to do this. I was like, what kind of crap are you putting out and what crap are you selling? Like, it's just, it's very, it makes me so angry when that pops on. Yeah, I have seen those and I don't understand I guess it's just clickbait. They must have either affiliate links or advertising behind it because there's no way those people are actually making that much money on ACX. <laughs> what about that code farming scam? You think that's what? Like... Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of. I think they kind of clamped down on that. Thankfully, uh, ACX, to give credit where credit is due, has cracked down on the code farming, as well as a lot of the fake books. 
they, they now are requiring, in some cases, not all the time, but in some cases, they are requiring a, an author or a rights holder to actually prove they have the rights to a book before they put it on ACX, which before there was, no, there was no qualifications at all. You could just say, yes, I wrote War and Peace, and they'd give it to you unless you, unless you publish it in audio. So thankfully, they have gotten better at that. But yeah, I don't know. It, the, those, what I would call scams about getting people to, to make money on ACX don't make any sense to me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for dashing people's unrealistic hopes. <laughs> but anyway, my goal is to get more work in audiobook narration. So if you're a publisher or an author who needs their book uh, done in a human voice that sounds like me, please let me know. <laughs> you're just going to have a new website, Human Voiceovers. But <laughs> you know, like that old South Park with the Trapper Keeper, remember that? Oh, no. Eric is my future... human friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I was thinking the the old Futurama reference where they had the spies like human, sir, just the lobster person with like oven mitts on his hands. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I honestly think like you've you're probably better at least performance wise than you've ever been, and I think it's just a matter of time before you find the right opportunity. Well, thank you. Here, here's hoping. Well, that wraps up our view meter reference levels. Now it's time for. Questionable Gear Purchase. All right, so have you bought anything we need to know about in the last couple of weeks, Sean? Let's see. I've done pretty good. Like I, I did have to get some more fabric for those acoustic panels because, woo, that, that was a chore. Like, it's so funny. I had the same, like, tutorial of, of like, how to upholster a, an acoustic panel just looping for, like, six hours while I, like, just watched. <laughs> Uh, work through these panels. Uh, like, I kind of had to remove all the old staples that were on it, and then I got this little electric stapler, or this wireless cordless one that uh, made things a lot easier, because I do not have the grip strength for hundreds of staples into that wood frame. But anyways, so... Uh, panels look great. They match the Automute panels that I already had. Like I said, I got the new little Rode mic that I'm really happy with, and... For Christmas, my fiance's parents were very kind, and they got me a uh, a really nice iPad holder that I can use um, in the booth again. Like I kind of sold my old K and M tablet holder because basically it had these three adjustable arms. Well, it was basically you had six adjustable variations. Like you could adjust each arm individually, and then each clamp on top you could you could adjust the depth of the clamping right well, the clamps but anyways and and so it's just like these these three little screw pins and then these three larger arms and it was just it was it was too much and so i eventually sold it but i we talked about this a few episodes ago but i'm noticing that when i just read scripts off of my ipad my reads are a lot better because i'm just more focused on the text you know like even it's really nice having a computer monitor in your booth, but it's really easy with all the world, like the distractions of the internet right there, too, to try to multitask or to not be completely present and immersed in your performance. So I noticed that, and it was just really nice to have that back in the booth. And I've been sort of experimenting with Apple's sidecar feature more. That's where you can kind of use your tablet as an extended or mirrored screen to your computer monitor. Mm-hmm. And you can either do that over Wi-Fi or, or USB-C. I think you need at least Monterey, uh, the, the operating system for that to work. But I mean, once you have it, it's just so nice. Like 
because since I've been traveling around so much, I've been using my laptop a lot, and that tiny 13-inch screen is definitely causing some eye strain, so it's been nice to double that screen real estate. Very cool. All right, that pretty much wraps up my questionable or my QGPs for this month. What about you? Well, I haven't bought anything, but the fine folks at Tula sent me one of their USB mics. You can find them at www.tulamics.com. And it's a portable USB mic that is really cool. Uh, I actually am holding my hands right here. I can't do a live test, but I will do a sample read and drop it into this segment after I'm done talking about it. But what I like about it is it's really compact. On, on the website, they have a picture of, of a man. Well, actually, you can't really tell if it's a man or a woman. But they're putting it inside their shirt pocket on, like, a, a nice button-down shirt. And it is that small. It's almost like a, like a pack of cigarettes. Uh, well, I was going to say, they have this whole story about the design. Or it's like, we wanted something as compact and portable as a pack of cigarettes. Oh, did you say that? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it is like a pack of cigarettes. It's, it's almost the exact same size. Yeah, it's very, it's like, it's very rectangular. It's got that, uh, but it's a beautiful mic. It's got like kind of that classic vintage look. Um, uh, it's a variety of colors. And why don't you tell us more about some of the features? Sure. So it comes with a, a built-in um, pedestal stand that you can go either way. It's USB-C. It has uh, two, two capsules. So let me, let me read from the website. It actually has cardioid and omnidirectional capsules. It's got Burr Brown uh, preamps, which are incredible. It's got Clev Grand noise reduction built in. And like you said, the design is really cool because it has everything built in. It just has the one port for USB-C out or in. It does both. It has a volume control for the gain. It has a headphone input, 3.5 millimeter. And it's got um, built-in recording as well with playback. So that's... Pr- and, a, and a mute button. So if you're... Uh, if you're doing um, like a podcast or doing a recording where you need to mute while you're while you're recording, you hit that as well. So it's really really cool. Uh, I've only really <laughs> tested it once. Oh, it comes with a mic stand adapter too, to um, to plug into the bottom where the pedestal removes. You can put it on a mic stand instead, and it comes with this nice pouch that again kind of looks like my grandmother's old cigarette case, but <laughs> it's got a strap for the mic to put it in, and then a, a mesh uh, a mesh bin on the other side. Where right now I'm keeping the USB-C cable, the mic stand, and the adapter for my iPad because it works with both U, uh, both through USB with a computer, iOS, and Android. So it's got a lot of flexibility. You can pretty much use it anywhere you have your phone or your iPad with you or your computer. And the sound is really good. I did test it once and um, made a quick recording inside the booth. And it, it, I don't want to. I, I get in trouble every time I, I go. With, I do hyperbole about how good it sounds in here. <laughs> People contact me and say you're nuts, but it's sounding freaking great in the Studio Brooks booth. So remains to be seen how it sounds on the road in actual use. But inside a booth, it sounds like it could be used for a job on a, on a, from an agent or even from a casting site. It just sounds great. Br- brilliant, and and that's that's hilarious about the whole. You're great. He's a madman, but. Uh... But honestly, we're we're in this. We talk about it a lot, but we're in this kind of golden age of gear where we're not really limited anymore. You know, it, like I remember when we started, like five, ten years ago, like there was maybe like one, two, three USB mics at most that you would recommend. Now there's like dozens, and and it's incredible. And nothing um, this small either. Yeah, yeah, and and like they don't take up half of your desk anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like unlike certain. 
uh, cryptozoological named microphones. <laughs> but anyways, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the quality wasn't up to snuff. They, they weren't as portable or as versatile as they are now. They work with a plethora of devices. It, they're really convenient. And, and I, I like having them as sort of like a sub-mobile rig that you kind of just keep in a backpack or in, or in your car, in your glove compartment, for example. It actually reminds me, a good friend of the podcast, Jim Edgar, he posted recently on his Facebook that they had had a power outage in their stu- or at his home in where the studio is. And so he had this time-sensitive audition, and knowing how long it would take to get the generator going, get the laptop and Wi-Fi connected again, he just um, he brought out the laptop. He brought out his Rode and let's see, uh, his Rode NT USB mic, I believe. And uh, and then just use that for the audition, um, and I think he well I don't I don't want to say he booked the gig I don't know but he felt good about it and I'm just like it's an important reminder because it's like this mic that I'm using I would I have no quarrels with with sending it out for auditions for projects it just sounds really good and it just kind of was humbling and just reminded me like how how little we need to invest in the gear because it's gotten so good now. Yeah, I would agree. And this uh, this Tula mic is just another example. So thanks again to the fine folks at Tula for sending this to me to review. And I will drop in an audio sample right now. All right, everyone, here's a quick test of the Tula inside the Studio Bricks booth. I'm reading a story from the front page of CNN today about Buffalo Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin. When Buffalo Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, dropped to the ground from a cardiac arrest earlier this month, help was by his side in under 10 seconds to administer CPR. It wasn't coincidence or luck. Rather, it's the result of careful planning and practice, the execution of detailed choreography performed by the medical personnel present at every National Football League game. That pretty much wraps up our QGP section. We're going to move on to the interview in just a sec, right after a message from our sponsors. Walgreens, because it's flu season, you live in a place with doorknobs and handrails and, you know, people. We tried booking a vacation rental on one of those other websites. They don't always tell you everything. The stars take it to the red carpet. We are back live from the red carpet. California leads the way for change in America, and so does Kamala Harris. Rated M for Mature. Claire Redfield. And who exactly are you? So, yeah, what hashtag should I use to describe a grown man in a tuxedo wrestling a goat? And prior to 1933, many of them belonged to a variety of political parties that were now outlawed in Germany. This is the story of how Q got curly. Quinn was crazy about curls. Curly fries, curly straws, curly-haired dogs. Hey, Jay Michael here. Thanks for listening to the VO Meter podcast. It's one of my favorites. If you're looking for a great demo like the ones you just heard, check out jmcdemos.com for more information. Studio Bricks designs and creates the highest-performing portable sound isolation booths. Their professionally perfected acoustics enhances your performance and takes your recording to their maximum quality from your home studio. Forget about managing noise conflicts with your neighbors and family. Pursue your passion for voiceover on your own time and on your own terms. How many times has this happened to you? You're listening to the radio when this commercial comes on, not unlike this one, and this guy starts talking, not unlike myself. Or maybe it's a woman that starts talking, not unlike myself, and you think to yourself, geez, I could do that. Well, mister, well, missy, you just got one step closer to realizing your dream as a voiceover artist, because now there's Global Voice Acting Academy. 
all the tools and straight-from-the-hip, honest information you need to get on a fast track to doing this commercial yourself. Well, not this one exactly. Classes, private coaching, webinars, home studio setup, marketing and branding help, members-only benefits like workouts, rate and negotiation advice, practice scripts, and more. All without the kind of hype you're listening to right now. Go ahead, take our jobs from us. We dare you. Speak for yourself, buddy. I like what I do. And you will too when you're learning your craft at Global Voice Acting Academy. Find us at globalvoiceacademy.com. Because you like to have fun. Hi, everybody, and thanks for joining us for the interview portion of this episode of VO Meter. Our guest today is J. Michael Collins. With over 25 years as a professional voice actor, JMC has worked with some of the biggest companies, brands, sports leagues, and organizations on the planet. In addition to his work in the classic agency-based world of VO, J. Michael has established himself as a leading authority in the online casting marketplace and has become recognized as an industry-leading voice talent coach and demo producer as well. J. Michael has won over 50 major industry awards as a voice actor, demo producer, commercial producer, scriptwriter, and casting director. Along with his wife and business partner, Anna, J. Michael is the producer of VO Atlanta, the industry's largest and longest-running conference, co-producer of the One Voice Conference USA, and hosts voice actors each year at luxurious venues in Europe for the signature JMC EuroVO retreats. Please join us in welcoming J. Michael Collins. How you doing, thank J. Michael? I'm well. Thank you guys for having me. It's a pleasure to be back on the podcast. Yeah. Also, as a sponsor of the podcast, we doubly appreciate you being here. So thanks for your support. Of the years. <laughs> Gotta grease your palms a little bit, right? A little bit. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> So we're here to talk about VO Atlanta, and I just want to say personally, VO Atlanta has no less than changed the entire course of my career in a good way. I met you at the first one I ever attended uh, by way of A.J. McKay. He, he was kind enough to introduce me to you, and I had to say I was a little starstruck. I was like, oh, J. Michael Collins, i got to meet that guy. And of course, well, I was going to say, A.J. has that effect on people. Yes, he does. <laughs> but uh, because A.J. is so, such a great guy, he immediately introduced me, and that, that conference changed my life. I, I got an agent from that conference. Uh, I produced several demos with you and AJ after that that have gotten me signed to many other agencies and, and rosters. It, it really was a catalyst for taking my career off. So thank you so much for continuing the VO Atlanta, uh, the VO Atlanta story. Well, you're welcome. And, and th th thank you for continuing to like me because I, Paul never likes it when I tell this story, but I very publicly, having just met him, you know, maybe a few months earlier, forgot his name while he was helping me run a session uh, at VO Atlanta one year. And I, and I turned and I called him Peter in front of the whole crowd. Uh -oh. and, yet, and yet he still talks to me after all these years. So I appreciate that, my friend. I love that joke, actually. I actually made it into your blog that, that same that same season, I think you said. That's uh, with right. the help of Peter. <laughs> my good friend, Peter Stefano. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wanted to extend my thank you to Paul's, because listeners of the podcast know, I mean, VO Atlanta has been incredibly influential to my career as well. I mean, I got to do the international scholarship back when I couldn't afford to attend otherwise. My team won the team challenge the following year. I got nominated for the second unicorn grant. I mean, and I've gotten referrals and agents representation from the conference. It's like Paul, it's just been a huge part and impact on my career. Those are the stories I love to hear, and I mean, that's uh, not to get ahead of your questions, but that's that's part of the reason we decided to take over when we had the opportunity to do so, because this has impacted so many so many people's lives, including ours. I mean, you know, this is where I found my tribe of, of fellow voice actors in my community, and uh, it, it was just something we couldn't let 
come to an end. It would have been, in our opinion, too harmful for the industry. I agree. So to catch up to those questions, for audience members who might not be familiar, what is VO Atlanta and what's it all about? So VO Atlanta is the largest and longest running voiceover conference uh, in the world, as far as we know, at least dedicated specifically to the art of voice acting. Uh, It was founded about 10 years ago by Gerald Griffith, uh, who was the original owner. And uh, it developed, you know, back in uh, at the time that he first put it together, uh, the only other conference that was really of of any note was the Voice Conference out in Los Angeles, which was run by uh, Jim Allberger and then Penny Abshire, and Jim's actually, Jim's going to be a speaker at the VO Atlanta this year. Um, and for many years, that was the kind of the signature conference in the industry. And then they sort of decided to move away from uh, from that part of their lives a little bit. So Gerald saw an opportunity, I think, to, to hit the ground running with VO Atlanta and uh, grew it into what very quickly became what I call the Super Bowl of, of voiceover conferences, <laughs> where, uh, you know, it's, it's got uh, an insane amount of content. Uh, it's got a very large attendee base. There is a level of buzz and excitement and enthusiasm that I think is, uh, is hard to match anywhere else in the industry. And like we talked about at the top, it's it's a it's a place for I think more importantly than anything else. So you know, of course, the learning, the content, all of that matters. The the relationships and connections those matter. But I think it's it's the building of community. We have these very isolated, sedentary, you know, locked in our little studios jobs where we don't always get out and see people with as much frequency as as normal human beings do. And uh, and and you know, I fully acknowledge we're not normal but <laughs> when, you, when you put six or seven hundred of us in a, in a conference center together that really comes out but uh, but it's the opportunity to, to, to kind of find your tribe and to get to know people in the industry and to build you know friendships long-term friendships relationships and you know if you want to be slightly cynical about it uh, I always tell people that when you come to a big voiceover conference you're often going to see more return on your investment in the long term from the people you build relationships with who are just fellow voice actors who wind up eventually sending you work than necessarily by, you know, impressing a casting director or an agent. Sometimes it's that circle of friends you build that ultimately help you build your business and you have the chance to reciprocate over time. That's what it's all about. Yeah, it's absolutely the relationships, like any business really, but especially at a conference like View Atlanta. So there was a surprise last year in that the conference was actually set to end and sunset and go away. And during the, the, the closing ceremonies, you made this surprise announcement that you were taking over along with Anna. So what's different about View Atlanta this year? I think it was the worst kept secret at the conference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, you know, we, we had, uh, I, I had, I had talked to Gerald, you know, some years ago and just threw, threw out there, if you ever decide to get out, let me know, because it, uh, it was something that uh, we had always had an interest in making sure continued. And, you know, a lot of people ask us what's going to be different about the conference. I think the difference is going to be in the amenities and creature comforts and some of the, the policy and the feel of the whole thing, as opposed to fundamentally changing the concept behind the conference. I think Gerald did a pretty good job of building a conference that hosts incredible content at a venue that is very, very well suited to this kind of conference. 
And so you know, we just released our schedule this week. It's an absolute smorgasbord of, uh, of content. I think we've got somewhere between, uh, if you count the X sessions, probably um, over 10 sessions running at any given time all day long. Uh, so it's, it's, it's just a, a tremendous buffet of voiceover content. Uh, what's going to change, though, are some small things. First off, we kept the price a little bit lower this year. Uh, we wanted to you know, acknowledge the fact that uh, it's been somewhat tough economic times for people. You know, and we're not in a position where we have to squeeze every cent out of the conference. So that allows us to do some other things. We're bringing the price of the X sessions down a little bit to $199. Those will go on sale. Uh, this may air afterwards, but they're coming up this, this coming Saturday. We are uh, we're doing some things within the the venue itself that are going to be a little different. One of the pieces of feedback that we heard uh, time and time again when when you know JMC Demos was a, a a platinum sponsor for many years was people getting really fed up with having to stand in a line you know fifteen or twenty deep to try to get a coffee in the morning at that one concession area that sells coffee with one employee there working uh, and they wind up missing content. So what we're going to do is we're going to have coffee stations and water stations. Uh, spread, and I think we have tea also, spread throughout the conference area, spread throughout the promenade. Those are free. Those are help yourself. Those are first come, first served. So get up there and get your coffee. We're going to have plenty of it. Love that. Uh, we have talent who are sponsoring those. So uh, shout out to them, and you're going to see uh, their branding all over those as well. But you're not going to have to queue up for coffee anymore, and you're not going to have to pay for it. That's on us. We're going to see keep the the same lunches that have always been a uh, a part of Vio Atlanta. I you know the the catering over the years has been hit or miss. I thought last year it was better than it's been uh, maybe at any of the previous ones. So we're going to make sure we hold the hotel to that same standard and higher. Uh, Anna is working over the hotel. They're, they have a new general manager who's kind of an old school hotel guy. Who's I actually saw him out sweeping the front steps one morning. So he's really dedicated to the to making sure that that property is what it can be and we're trying to make sure that their staffing levels their service levels are uh you know kind of back to pre-covid and are on par with uh with what we expect uh when you're paying you know in many cases uh close to 200 dollars a night or a little bit more for a room we're going to have some lounges spread throughout the uh the conference facility so we're gonna have some places where you can go and rest and uh and flop down onto a couch and socialize and not just in the the areas where those are available to other hotel guests so those are going to be available just to our attendees and places spread throughout the conference area and i think you're going to feel that the the vibe of the conference is maybe just a little bit more fluid maybe a little more modern and perhaps um, just a little bit breezier than it has been. Maybe a bit more of a party atmosphere than it's been uh, uh -oh. sometimes. More of a party. <laughs> <laughs> Radical. Sounds great. I mean, fancy and chillaxed. I am digging it. So, well, don't, don't, uh, ex don't expect lobster tails and caviar. It's not a retreat. <laughs> Rats! Ah, that was my next question. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you hinted at it a little bit. You were talking about... Um, uh, James' appearance as one of the guests this year. What are some of the other highlights that you wanted to share? Oh, Lord. I just I just posted on social media a little uh, teaser for what I'm calling our Big Voices panel. Um, and this is, uh, you know, so we, we, we hear so much today about conversational, be real, be authentic. Of course, that's where all the money is. But there's still some money in trailer and promo and imaging and that kind of stuff. So we've got a really cool panel being uh, moderated by Joe Cipriano uh, with Donovan Cornitz, uh, Richard Redfield, who is maybe the best trailer teacher in the industry, who never comes to conferences. And he's coming to VO Atlanta. Uh, Ryder is on that panel, Dave Walsh, Jeff Howell, and Melissa Disney, who was the first woman to ever do a major uh, national 
uh, movie trailer for Gone in 60 Seconds uh, some moons ago. Uh, so that's going to be a cool panel. We've got a casting director's panel, which is chock full of uh, the people who will get you hired. By the way, I talked about the X sessions earlier, and I don't want to oversell these, but if you're looking for a smaller group option to uh, to work with a maximum of 12 people with that instructor in a smaller, uh, more intensive environment for three hours, uh, we're going to start X sessions at 12 o'clock on the Thursday. So we've actually got a lineup of, uh, let's see, nine X sessions between 12 and 3 p.m. on the Thursday. That's the 23rd of March. And then we've got nine more between 3 and 6 6 p.m. Uh, on the day that the conference opens. Uh, and those include people like Scott Brick, Richard Redfield, Tom Pinto, Vince Labica from DPN, Terry Berland, casting director, Ann Ganguza, Mark Scott, and many, many more on that list as well. We're going to kick it off with a mixer at 5 o'clock on the Thursday evening. Uh, the exhibit hall is going to open around the same time. And then we're going to go into our conference opening session at 7 o'clock. That we're going to, one of the things we're committed to doing compared to, to previous years is keeping the opening and closing a little briefer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so you're going to get some Anna, you're going to get some me, you're going to get some surprises, uh, but what you're not going to get is 90 minutes of War and Peace. Uh, so that, that will be fun and it'll be quick. At 8 o'clock, uh, we have a really cool new thing we're doing this year, and uh, that is we've partnered with the uh, the Get Mike ladies, Ellie Ray, Hennessy, and uh, Deb Monroe, and a lot of you may be familiar with the Ultimate VO Survivor, which is kind of an American Idol-style uh, competition for voice actors that they've been running online. This year, for the first time, the live finale will be on our main stage after the opening ceremony uh, from 8 o'clock until whenever everybody collapses, and we're going to crown a winner of the Ultimate VO Survivor that night. So that'll be a fun thing to kind of kick off the event. And then we go uh, Saturday, uh, Friday morning um, into the core content, starting with our incredible keynote speaker, Deborah Wilson, uh, who I, I have heard described as taking you to church and uh, having chatted with her a bit uh, over the past couple of months. I, I see where that comes from. Deborah, I have to just triple shout out Deborah because completely of her own volition, uh, as we started to talk about her keynote speech, she said, well, what else do you want me to do? And we basically said, well, what do you want to do? We're happy to let you do whatever you want. Deborah agreed to do about 420 sessions. Uh, <laughs> right. and, and so Deborah, basically all day on Friday, after she gets done with her keynote, she's going to have a no-holds-barred Q&A. She's going to chair a panel with Bill Farmer, Mark Grau, Mara Juno, and Lori Allen. Uh, she's going to have what she calls Space work, which is a, a coaching-based uh, breakout session, and she's going to repeat those throughout the day. So you're going to have, let's see, at least one, two, three, four, five options to work with Deborah on Friday, and then she comes back for some X session content on uh, Saturday. So if you want a life-changing experience, uh, Deborah will get you there. You know, go to the. I, I don't want to sound like a carnival barker. Go to the. Go to the website voatlanta.me, voatlanta.me. Uh, the schedule's up there. You can look through it. All I can say is I'm sitting here looking at the 10 a.m. to 10:50 a.m. slot on Friday, and in that slot alone, we've got Deborah, Bill Farmer, Mark Rowe, Marajuno, Lori Allen. We've got Katie Lee. We've got Tom Pinto. We've got Stefan Cornicard, Jeff Howell, Dave Walsh. Uh, we have an audiobook panel. Uh, we have a Spanish session going on, Bridget Real talking about productivity, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven X session. You're not going to be without uh, things to do. That's fantastic. So one other thing I want to talk about is the podcast stage, 
which is coming back after a couple of years hiatus. We did this about, what, three years ago? Maybe four. Mm-hmm. You know, the COVID snap Marvel year has completely blown my mind. I think it's four years, actually. <laughs> so anyone that has a show that wants to broadcast live or record it live at the conference can do so. And we'll get the details out on that in a little bit. But I'm pretty excited to do that because Sean and I did a version of the show live that last time we had the podcast room. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, we're thrilled to have it back, and we're thrilled to have you guys quarterbacking it. So it's it's going to be a, a great experience. VO Meter, I think, is uh, one of the leaders in the voiceover podcast world, and, uh, and we're thrilled to have you guys on board with that. Thanks. Thank you. I'll do my best not to lose my voice this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, J. Michael, some people think conferences like VO Atlanta are only for beginners, while others think it's best to be an industry vet or to have some level of experience. Do you think either is really true? Yes. <laughs> well said. Right. Moving on. We're done, everybody. Cut print. No. I, I actually, I had a sponsor ask me the same question uh, just a couple days ago. Uh, and one of the neat things Gerald did over the years is he did keep a pretty good track of various metrics for the conference. So I was able to go back to a pie chart that he had put together, which showed that uh, historically at VO Atlanta, about 55% of the attendees are working professional voice actors. About 25% are what we might consider to be advanced beginners, and about 30%, uh, or I should say 20%, are, um, am I doing my math right? Yes, 20% uh, are are essentially newbies to the industry. Uh, So it really is a mix of content that's going to be valuable and viable to everybody. Uh, If you want to get, you know, deep into the details of nuance for high level, you know, video game acting or animation acting or commercial delivery that's cutting edge based on what, you know, top LA agents are looking for, we've got that. If you want to figure out how to get your home studio set up because you're just getting started and learn how to book on the online casting platforms, we've got every tech expert in the world coming in from George Whittem to uh, Jordan Reynolds to uh, to Uncle Roy to Dan Leonard's going to be there to Dan Friedman and I'm going to forget four or five of them, but but everybody's coming, and uh, and they'll teach you how to Larry Hudson. They'll teach you how to do that. Uh, and if you want to learn about online platforms, Karen Gilfrey's going to be teaching that. Brad Highland's going to be teaching that. Uh, I'm going to be doing a panel, uh, my my always popcorn worthy online casting panel, where we uh, roast some CEOs and uh, and have no taboos. It's really content for all uh, walks of, uh, of progress in the industry, wherever you are in your career, we've got something that's going to be uh, of interest. Yeah, I'd have to agree. It's always been like that. And I can say from the first time I went where I was pretty much a rope beginner to the last time I went, um, I've always walked away learning not even one thing, learning several things. And I think that's what's great about it. So moving on, as, in a related vein, if you're a beginner or if you're a vet, what's the best way to make the most of your VO Atlanta experience? Have a plan. Um, you know, and I, I know that they say that uh, you know, all plans uh, wilt at the first contact with the enemy, right? <laughs> but but have, a, have a plan. Be, have, have some sort of a plan of action when you get in there. Uh, if you take a look at the schedule, it is overwhelming, okay? And, and when you're on the ground at VO Atlanta, it's a lot of people. We have a lot of space, so it doesn't feel insanely crowded, but it's still a lot of people. You know, and it's a lot of noise. It's a lot of people talking. It's so it's it's a it's a it's a heck of an experience. Have a plan for what you want to see, what you want to do, and accept from the beginning 
that you're not going to get to see everything you want to see. You're going to there, you know, you're going to have blocks where two or three things just jump out. My God, I wish I could go to all of them right now. Well, that's you know, that's why we put a smorgasbord out there so you can get as much as you possibly can, and that there's always something for you to go see. But you're not going to get to see everything in a conference this big. That's that's just par for the course. But you will have the opportunity to you know to sample whatever you want in each block. Have a plan for where your career is and what's going to suit you best. If you are, you know, if you're brand new to the business, um, a little bit of a mix of everything, I think would be helpful, but maybe the more heavily advanced stuff, maybe the more LA centric stuff, maybe the agency, you know, LA agent, New York agent centric stuff that might not be for you yet. You know, the, the online casting stuff might be for you. The marketing stuff might be for you. The commercial sessions with Erica J or with Karen, uh, you know, might be for you, uh, as opposed to necessarily going to the people who have been legends for 30 or 40 years in the business. Um, and maybe speaking at a little bit of a more experienced plane. Make a strategy for where you are. You know, if you're Paul might be, you're kind of an interesting case where you've walked through Atlanta many times at different stages in your career. You're probably at a point now where going to all the stuff that's super high end centric is is going to be what gets you the most out of the conference. Whereas three or four or five years ago, it might have been the opposite, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'll add that. Don't worry about FOMO. I know where. There's always going to be the the idea that you're missing out on whatever else is going on at the conference. But I'll say that wherever you end up is going to be beneficial to you. I'll give you an example. A couple of years ago, I was working with the tech team, and I was sitting in on the vocal health session. And I didn't think that would benefit me at all. I mean, I was, I was obviously working with the conference, but one of the benefits is that you get to sit in on sessions. So I was sitting on this vocal health session, and as I was listening, I thought, oh, my gosh, I, I have all these problems and it turned out I did have a problem with my voice. I came home and went to a, a vocal therapist at Johns Hopkins here in Baltimore that basically saved my career because the information I learned in that session, I wasn't even planning on going to. Wow. Yeah. And it's, sometimes it's the things that, uh, that aren't necessarily on your radar that, uh, that will, you'll find change your career a little bit. So, I mean, you know, if, you're, if you are, hey, I'm a commercial voice actor, well, you know what? Go to a video game session. See what happens. Go to a, a trailer session. See what happens. You never know. Go to an e-learning session. Um, this is a chance to spread your wings a little bit. If you feel like you're really strong in one area, great. Maybe uh, push your comfort zone a little bit and challenge yourself to, to experience some things that you haven't necessarily chased in, in, in your VO career yet. Awesome. Awesome suggestions, guys. And one other thing I wanted to say, too, is pay attention to who you might not have access to outside of this conference. Many of these guests don't offer these kind of workshops outside of this event. So capitalize on that. Absolutely. In your opinion, what is the future of VO Atlanta? Well, I, I think I don't. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves. This is the first year that we have uh, have been running this conference. Um, things are going probably better than we expected, both in terms of the, the way that it's come together, in terms of content, uh, in terms of the processes we've developed to make sure that uh, that it runs smoothly and seamlessly, uh, and frankly, in the, the numbers we're seeing, are, which are pretty well ahead of target. So we're happy uh, with the way things are, but you know we have to deliver the baby here. Uh, and <laughs> so I, I, I think right now our focus is on making VO Atlanta 2023 the, uh, the best conference anybody has ever attended. And uh, when we uh, turn the lights off on Sunday and Anna and I go back to our room at the Hilton and collapse, um, we will then be able to start thinking about what's next. And I think what's next is the 2024 conference will be 
be equally amazing and or better. Uh, and whether or not that you know turns into other things down the road, we'll see. But right now we've got to we've got to put one foot in front of the other. And God, I sound like a football coach giving you platitudes. <laughs> don't I? Well, we're gonna take one play at a time. Pull up that hoodie and say nothing, Coach <laughs> Belichick. <laughs> Well, we're, we're super excited to be part of the conference again. Uh, super excited that you and Anna are continuing the tradition, and I can't wait to see you there. Well, we can't wait to see you guys there. And again, we're uh, honored and grateful that you are uh, playing a role in it this year. And uh, can't wait to, we can't wait to throw the biggest party of the VO calendar. That's awesome. We can't wait to be there. So how can people sign up and learn more? Send lobsters uh, in, in, in crates that will preserve their freshness uh, to our house in Maryland. Uh, no, uh, go to voatlanta.me, voatlanta.me, and uh, you will see uh, when you come to the website that we do have uh, various ticket options for you. Uh, if you can't make it for the full conference, uh, we do have options for a uh, Thursday-Friday pass uh, and then options for a Saturday-Sunday pass. We have had a few people ask, why do you not have a Friday, Saturday pass. Well, that's because those are the two core days of the conference. So if you want the two core days of the conference, you've got to buy the full registration. Um, you will see the X sessions available up there as well. One of the things we didn't talk about, by the way, is that uh, we do have a standalone kids program this year being curated by Martha Kahn. Uh, that is a different ticket, a, m a less expensive ticket. Uh, and if you have young ones who are interested in uh, the voiceover business or are part of the voiceover business already, uh, you can see our schedule schedule for the kids program up there, which is just jam packed full of agents and stars and, uh, you know, big, big animation people, uh, people from Disney. So have a look through that. And, uh, uh, Hey, it's, it's free childcare during the day. So bring it <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, uh, and on top of that, uh, I want to shout out Scott Brick and Valentina Latina, uh, who are curating our audiobook and Spanish programs this year. Those, as opposed to previous years where they have existed as separate tickets this year, they are are part of the full registration, uh, and that that content will be distributed throughout the whole conference. So some of their sessions will be main stage or grand salon. Some of them will be in some of the other rooms, uh, and it's just going to be a mix so that everybody can feel like they're getting the full conference experience, and there's no extra charge for the audiobook or uh, Spanish program in 2023. Fantastic. Well, as we said, we can't wait. Thanks for being here again on the VO Meter, and we'll see you in a few weeks. Thanks, guys. Hey, Paul. Did you know Voice123, the largest online marketplace for voice actors, just celebrated its 20th year anniversary? Whoa, really? That's amazing. Doesn't really surprise me, though. I've used Voice123 since the beginning of my career. I remember way back in my first year where I booked a job as a hypnotist. I actually got to say, you are getting very sleepy on a radio ad. The whole thing was super easy. They even paid me right away for the audition and said that was all they needed. I've been a member of Voice123 for years as well. I've always enjoyed their upfront policies, ability to contact clients directly, and their commitment to the voiceover industry. Totally. CEO Rolf Veldman has appeared on the show before, and in every interaction I've had with him and the company, I've felt a sense of trust, like they really care. Well, if you want a great place to find your VO niche and find yourself as a voice actor, visit voice123.com for more information. Now, VO Meter listeners can also get 15% off premium tier memberships. For more information, visit our website and click on the Click Here to Save 15% banner on our sponsors page. Voice123, speak for yourself. In these modern times, every business needs a website. 
When you need a website for your voice acting business, there's only one place to go. Like the name says, voiceactorwebsites.com. Their experience in this niche webmaster market gives them the ability to quickly and easily get you from concept to live online in a much shorter time. When you contact voiceactorwebsites.com, their team of experts and designers really get to know you and what your needs are. They work with you to highlight what you do. Then they create an easily navigable website for your potential clients to get the big picture of who you are and how your voice is the one for them. Plus, voiceactorwebsites.com has other great resources like their practice script library and other resources to help your voiceover career flourish. Don't try it yourself. Go with the pros. Voiceactorwebsites.com, where your VO website shouldn't be a pain in the you-know-what. So thanks to J. Michael Collins for joining us. Always excited to hear about VO Atlanta and thrilled that he has taken over the reins and has continued the tradition of the largest VO conference in the world. I can't wait to be there. It's actually skipped last year, so I'm, I'm sad to say, but I'm glad it's back, and I'm super excited to be there on March 26th. March 23rd. <laughs> the 23rd? Yeah, me too. Like we said on the interview, it's been a hugely impactful event for both of us. I've been locked away for like three years. I don't know about you. I'm really looking forward to seeing some of my favorite people in person for the first time in ages. And what I'm really looking forward to is not working. So as we've talked, yeah, as we've talked about before. Like... Yeah, I, I was always on the tech team ever since I went there the first year. And I was always working my butt off. And not to say I didn't, I didn't reap rewards from it, but... It'll be nice to be there and sort of be a plebeian and just get to use some of those lounge spaces that J. Michael was talking about. I know. That sounds so nice. I love the idea of a recharge station. And, yeah. and seriously, it's nice not seeing you carry like 500 pounds of gear with you everywhere. Yeah. I forgot to mention uh, on, the, on the interview with J. Michael, Stephen George, who has been working with me on the conference for the last several years, is still there. And he's going to be doing yeoman's work. So if you see Stephen, give him a, a fist pump or a congratulatory or even a thank you, is because he, he puts in so many hours to that conference as head of the tech team, and he'll be doing so again this year. Yeah, they don't let him leave the hotel. They just kind of chain him to his DJ station. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> but he's great. Steven, longtime friend of the podcast. Wishing you the best, buddy, and looking forward to seeing you. Well, that wraps up this episode of the VO Meter. Measuring your voice over progress. Once again, we will be podcasting live at View Atlanta. So if you want to come see the show done live and see all the warts and all of how we pull this off or really don't pull this off very well, come to the audience, cheer us on, ask a question, or tell us about your questionable gear purchases live at View Atlanta. Definitely. And yeah, like we said in the interview, it doesn't matter if you're a beginner or an industry stalwart. We'd love to hear your stories and about your personal experience at the conference. So we hope to see you there. Until then, you'll hear us in the next one. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of the VO Meter. To follow along, visit us at www.vometer.com. We'd also love to hear your comments or suggestions for the show. Or if you have a questionable gear purchase, tell us all about it on our Facebook page or on Twitter at the VO Meter.